You, you want to get all the content you can. Yeah, exactly. So I'll edit you out and then it's going to be fine. <laughs> This is Everything AJ, the European podcast where Hemo de Vries and Calvin Breakwell discuss just about everything AJ. Hey, Calvin. Hey, Hemo. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Uh, good as well. It's uh, midwinter in the Netherlands, which means that uh, the whole city is covered in snow and it's beautiful and little children are playing outside making snow. No, it's just plus 10 and boring. Yeah, here it's just been raining for the past five days yeah, in the exactly. UK. <laughs> it's uh, kind of the same in the Netherlands. Um, so, yeah, let me start with a very important question. Who the hell okay. are you? Who am I? Yeah. Uh, I'm Calvin from AJ Sheffield and AJ Arkin, and I've been a member since April. Is there anything else you wanted to know? Uh, kind of, kind of, kind of. Um, have you done anything on the European level that uh, other AJ people might know you about? Uh, I did candidate for a coordinator of ECWG at Agro Salerno. Yeah. And I am a mod moderator for Politics Interest Group. Maybe that's where people would know me from. And are you going to tell us about yourself? Yeah, sure. Uh, my name is Hemel. I live in Eindhoven. Uh, I've been a member for seven years already. I'm I'm feeling old and I look old and I smell old and anything. And I have done uh, a lot of things. Uh, okay, I'm not going to name everything because then it's going to be a me story. But uh, <laughs> one of the things I did in the past was called EG.FM. I did this in 2015 and it was a radio station and a radio show about EG. Yeah, it had a lot of listeners, but it was a lot of effort to run both like a complete radio station with music and everything. And also arrange a lot of guests and make a one hour show every week. Uh, so at that, some point that stopped. And uh, I think now is this time also with, with platforms like Spotify, which makes it a lot easier to, to arrange everything to uh, yeah try something else. All right, nice, nice. One other thing I did in the past, uh, which should be no authority, is that I was uh, in the board of my own antenna. I was the president there for uh, for half a year. And uh, IT for the other half. And that, uh, yeah, was a very interesting experience. And furthermore, I've seen most of Europe. How much of Europe have you seen? I've seen about half of Europe, I think. About 20 countries. So not, not a lot. Much more to go. All right. Well, that seems interesting. <laughs> And I haven't actually seen the closest country yet, which is Ireland. So <laughs> you haven't? No. So hopefully next year. All oh, right. Well, I haven't either. But at some point I, in my life, I was in Wales, and we were at some hills. And then my phone says, "said Welcome to Ireland," because it had connected to a cell phone tower across the. What? <laughs> That's crazy. Well, yeah. Where were you? <laughs> uh, whew, I can look this up. F funnily enough, when I went to Moldova in the summer, yeah. we were um, we were still on a Romanian uh, like network, uh, like nearly until we got like ten kilometers into Moldova. Oh wow! It was uh, close to Holyhead, which I thought ah, was in a the north. Dirty name, but yeah, nice. Oh yeah, it's close to Dublin. How far north or south do you live? You live way far north, don't you? I, I live in Nottingham, which is in the middle. Oh. Yeah, it's in between Birmingham and Sheffield. 
All right, and is there nothing to do or? Eh, 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 eh. All, all there is is a university and not much else. It's kind of like Eindhoven, I guess. Uh, Eindhoven is a very interesting. No, it's boring. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry. No, <laughs> totally. Like- Sign up for our summer university. Yay! <laughs> not yet. Not um, yet. It's too early. Do you have any future plans in Asia so far? Uh, currently, I'm just seeing how all the things I'm working on at the moment are going, and then I guess I'll see where that leads me. At the moment, no, no concrete plans. All ah, right. And is there anywhere where you can go now, where you haven't been already? Um, well, as for traveling, yes. Uh, there's one big goal in my my on my list, which is Russia. Ah, yes, Agra, Moscow. Exactly. That's uh, yeah. That's uh, uh, I will go there. It might even. It feels scary to say this. It might even be my last Agra. <gasps> What? Dun, dun, dun. No promises, no demands, though. Or I should uh, go to Agra Astana. No, wait, it's called different now. Oh, North Sultan. Yes, exactly. It's yeah, it <laughs> changed its name after the uh, leader that took over. Yeah. Oh, no, after the last leader, sorry. Okay, on the on my version of Google Maps, it's the Dutch one, but uh, it always says in uh, like countries with a different writing, it says it on top in a readable format and then in the... Uh, underneath, in this case, in Cyrillic, and it says Astana, and then underneath in Cyrillic, it says North Sultan. So they're not really uh, up to date yet. Yeah, in, <laughs> on English Google Maps, it says North Sultan at the top, but I think on German Google Maps, it says Astana at the top. Hmm. Interesting, interesting. Have anything has anything renamed recently in Europe? Hmm. Oh, maybe Czechia. But I think that's the most recent thing. Uh, yeah. a few years ago. Yeah, exactly. But it used to be Czechia in Dutch. And it was something like Czechischen in German. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And North Macedonia, which is where I was last week. And that changed its name from something very long and complicated. You mean the former Yugoslav Republic of Macedonia? Yeah, that. (laughs) Firom. Firom, yeah. Sounds like a train. Oh, the Firom from 1235 is leaving on a different platform today. Only in the Netherlands. That is true. Okay, we used to have a train called Fira. And it was a miserable failure. That's a lo- another story. But it would, it would sound like this. Ladies and gentlemen. Okay, never mind. Uh, <coughs> talking about North Macedonia. Uh, I've yes. heard you were in Skopje. Yeah, I was there for the soups in Skopje. Because I was doing a summer university in Sheffield next year. So I thought, well, yeah, better go and learn how to actually organize one. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really good. The uh, trainers from the academy were really good. Uh, we had Desiri, uh, Anastasia from Thessaloniki, and Ettore from Brescia. Yeah, they were really good, really professional. The tra- the, tra- the sessions were really good. I uh, usually I try and, I'm trying not to fall asleep at uh, <laughs> training events, but this time I was wide awake, which was really good. Yeah, that sounds indeed uh, very good, of course. But you specifically signed up because you are will be organizing a summer university. So, yeah, we're organizing one with four antennas. <laughs> All right, which ones? Uh, Leida, Sheffield, London, and Manchester. Nice, the whole British circle, except for Leiden. Yeah, well, you know the uh, the Saxons did come from uh, northern uh, northern Holland. Maybe yeah. that maybe that's the excuse I have to come up with. <laughs> <laughs> 
And what did, did you learn any specific new skills or is, is there anything that really surprised you? Uh, not to do with the event, not to do with the training, but uh, how many pastries there are in Macedonia. <laughs> ah. the, um, the, or, the, or, the local organizing team had a uh, partnership with a bakery, oh. I think. So we, so we constantly got baked goods. <laughs> oh, that's not, not a thing to complain about. No, no, especially... Uh, I've seen worse events. Especially with the the shit pastries we get in uh, in the UK, <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was uh, that was quite good and surprised me about the training. I think uh, just how uh, how like how much work we'll have to go into like uh, just planning every last detail. We did a a case study, which I'm not going to ruin because it'll ruin it for people going on future subs. But it was really interesting. There will be uh, more soups uh, people can participate as well in the future. Yep, they were announced today, were they, in Napoli and Bamberg, and also in Las Palmas in the Canary Islands. Oh, if I can do a suggestion to everyone, go there just for the islands. Just, I don't, yeah, it's still quite hot in uh, February, I think. So Yeah, exactly. So that seems like a perfect idea. Um, but of course, only if you go by train, because otherwise it's not climate neutral. That, that reminds me of this thing where they have they're having this event in uh, AJ Tenerife, yeah, uh, which is a like a sustainability event <laughs> on an island. And there's an like the fee is a uh, 10 euros more than normal or something, so they can pay for the CO2 offset. And to be honest, I have no problems with if you go there that you would do it by plane, because yeah, if it's the only way, then you can't really complain about it yeah you can't really do anything else it's, but it's just funny that uh, they're doing an event uh, for sustainability on an island that you had to fly to <laughs> yeah yeah Sultra Las Palmas is the 23rd of January to the 26th of January and I think you can oh no the application's finished in Las Palmas already oh they finished two days ago oh Ugh. but maybe they they could be doing an open call Yeah. I doubt it, but they could be. <laughs> How about you tell me about the event coming up in Tilburg in and February? And what is it named? Uh, Klokenstad. Oh, you're actually doing a really good job at pronouncing it. I didn't expect that from a Brit. Is <laughs> <laughs> uh, it Yeah. Uh, there is this, uh, uh, yeah, it's it's a Dutch tradition. Um, we celebrate Carnival, and they also do that in, uh, I think, a major part of Germany and also part of Belgium. Uh, it's like in, the, in in early spring, in February even. Um, but there is, the, as far as I'm aware, only in the Netherlands, the tradition that our cities and villages get different names during Carnival. Ah, That's interesting. Yeah, and um, <clears throat> Eindhoven has, has one as well, for example. The city I live in, uh, it's called Lampegat. And that basically means uh, hole of the light bulbs, because in this shithole, uh, Philips started uh, producing their first light bulbs. <laughs> so um, is, is Kökenstadt, is that like crooked town or something? Yeah. Um, oh, how do I say? Kruik in English. Um It is a jug. And a oh, a jug? Yeah. So ah. It's called Jugs, uh, yeah, uh, jugs uh, City. Not those kind of jugs, by the way. I know what you're thinking about. Um, but <laughs> yeah, we have yeah. a, a, a lot of different cities. And actually, I realized that even Delft has one, I just found out. It's Kabbelgat, which I cannot even translate into something that would make more sense. It's Here's a, a list of all Dutch uh, names. Let me have a look. Oh, I bet there's some absolute... What's Amsterdam? Uh, oh, Grote Grachtgat. 
<coughs> which means the hell hole with the big canals. So kind of. <laughs> it's pretty uh, pretty um, accurate, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's mainly celebrated by very drunk people. So it's like the names are generally kind of drunken-ish. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is quite interesting. So I went to the Cologne, the Cologne Carnival last year. But there was, they didn't do anything like this. There was just lots of drinking. No, this is quite interesting. Yeah. So uh, anyway, <laughs> Asia Tilburg, um, like, uh, yeah, I was going to say, uh, Eindhoven did this in the past as well. And uh, I think Maastricht used to as well. Uh, they organized an event during Carnival so people can come over. And in Tilburg, this basically means one big uh, dress up party because everybody can dress up the way they want to. <clears throat> either in some fancy suit or something really weird or just a onesie with a tail so you can be a monkey uh, whatever you want like everything is fine in this part of the country and that's that's very really nice like nobody takes it too serious but it's still yeah a lot of fun to do so that sounds pretty good <laughs> yeah and actually I got in touch with them uh, last night to see if they still had any applications but they, they, they already actually reached their participants limit Oh, so are they taking dark participants or not? Uh, you should talk to them. <clears throat> if you <laughs> ask them in, if you ask them in uh, uh, fluent uh, Brabantish, then uh, probably uh, I can see it happening. So, but yeah, they're they're going to organize that in February. Uh, get in touch with them if you want to be a dark participant. But probably they will murder me for suggesting so to the network. <laughs> We'll have to see after this comes out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if there is a second one, then you know I survived. AJ <laughs> <laughs> Grodno have just announced an event. Oh, really? Yeah, um, in February the 27th to the 3rd of March. That's, 2nd of March. That's my favorite Belarusian antenna. And here will be a cut if it doesn't happen to be in Belarus. It is, right? Yeah, it is in Belarus. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, the, it looks quite good. It's just like a, it's just like a regular kind of event. Just quizzes, quests, workshops, uh, food, dancing, uh, archery training. I didn't know they were famous for archery, and only for eighty-five euros. Oh, that's five, actually really nice. Five, oh no, one more night this year because it's a leap year, so six nights. And they will have a Maslenitsa celebration. And no, I have no clue what it is either. Yeah, that, that's why I didn't say that one. No. <laughs> <laughs> it says here, a holiday for seeing off winter and welcoming spring with traditional games. Exactly. Oh, this is the reason why, uh, why, why, why you should go there. They have a sauna party. A sauna? Oh. Oh. That will warm you up once you've come out of the freezing Belarusian weather. <laughs> Probably, yeah. So that's the thing you can sign up for. Uh, look for AJ Grodno on Facebook. Or go on my AJ on the event calendar, which you don't even need a login for now to look at. Let's, Just a quick uh, let's uh, test this. Ooh, event calendar. I think that's a big thank you to Equok. Yeah, but it's really good that it's there. It's like I've heard about it. This is the first time I actually see it because, you know, I'm a lazy <laughs> fuck too. But it says you're all the events and I really love it so yeah i'm just going down the event list and also there's an event in valencia coming up in march 15th to the 20th 
And they've decided that in their description they want to make AJ lowercase again. Yeah, it's like a big A, little E, little G, two little E's. It's quite funny. Ooh. I, I will call PRC after this call. <laughs> Kick them from the network. Downgrade them. Sometimes I wish I was the network director. Also, Maybe sometimes it's better for the network that I am not the network director. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's one event I'm actually missing in the calendar. Which uh, is? Which is a New Year's event. Oh. And before is I will... Is it one from Kiev? Yes. It's not in there, yep. but it's like... Also, it's not like it's an, an event for New Year, and I think that should be everything to classify it as a New Year event. But they 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 announced their event later than the others, and uh, actually the uh, applications are still open. Ooh! And this will be your unique opportunity to meet me because I will be going. So that's assuming this episode comes out before the event. That is the intention. <laughs> <laughs> But it will include, uh, first of all, regal beds in a private house. So Agra Salerno style. Just, I hope it's not like... Agra Salerno style. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, two meals per day, New York dinner, alcohol provided. Very interesting that they mentioned this. Uh, City tours and a masquerade New Year's party. I'm interested in that. There will be uh, ice skating, of course, in the Winter Fairy Tale Festival, a New Year's fair. Ooh, an escape room. Ooh, Wow. That's something I've never done yet. I'm interested in this, especially AJ-style escape room. Yeah, that sounds really cool. Oh, and it also says that it includes fun and happiness and AJ spirit. Well, that should be a standalone reason to want to apply there. <laughs> so look for AJ Kiev. It's not on the uh, calendar, the event calendar. But it is uh, on Facebook. Yeah, exactly. And they have extended their deadline until the 25th of December. Ooh, Chris, a Christmas present for someone, maybe. So will you be going to a New Year's event? Uh, no, because for some reason the flights in the UK are three times the normal price. In, uh, <laughs> Brexit. <laughs> at Christmas, so I was looking to go to Utrecht for their winter university, or New Year's event, sorry, and the flights were still very expensive to Amsterdam, so... But you could still take like a Flixbus or something. Yeah, I could have done. But the problem with that is it costs me more to get from my house to London than it does from London to Utrecht. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's kind of a problem, of course. Because so, I remember <laughs> once going uh, from London to Amsterdam for 25 euros. So that was kind of doable. Yeah, that, that's nice and cheap. So talking about New Year's events. Yeah. We are meant to have Gunnar on, but I think he's still sleeping. Yeah. Yeah, or the, his his retirement home doesn't have internet yet. Something like that. Let me see if I can still uh, call the DDR. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he lives in the west. Is in the west? He's always on the S bahn. I don't think they have S bahn in the east either. Someone from Dresden is going to angrily angrily message me later. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Actually, for November 9th, uh, I went to Berlin because that was yeah. the day when it was 30 years ago. Oh yeah, you said. And, uh, well, we celebrated and we got drunk. And I tried to meet up with AJ Berlin, but we couldn't find each other because there was, you know, a hundred thousand people there. Not, I, <laughs> And I don't think I'm exaggerating. But I also seen a lot of DDR museums and it was really interesting to see. Do you go to the Stasi Museum? Yeah, yeah, next, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's next to the place with all the Trabants as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I've yeah. been to both. It was really interesting to see. And their, their, you know, 1980s ways of, uh, like, uh, snooping in on people and listening in. and Yeah, it's quite scary. Yeah, that is. But also how simplistic everything was and how sometimes even uh, foolish. Uh, yeah, like they put microphones behind light switches and stuff. You can imagine it's uh, just happening to you right now. 
Yeah, exactly. One thing was interesting because somewhere in 2004 or something, uh, some people who uh, used to live there, uh, they started rebuilding their home and then they found like a listening device in their door. Like it was literally built into their door and oh, wow. it was just like completely forgotten. <laughs> But what's interesting because like it was a total a total totalitarian state, yeah. um, <clears throat> and uh, the, the the government listened in on everything uh, you did. When it got dissolved, uh, everyone who used to live there got uh, insight into their own file. Everyone can go now to well oh, also the location yeah. where the Stasi Museum is, and see your own files. And it's kind of interesting to see what the government knows about you. Schade, <laughs> indeed. Yeah, maybe he's still sleeping. Yeah. So I guess then it's up to me to tell something about this amazing event which I went to, which was the last event of Asia Bratislava. Or was it? Or was it? That's the question. Um, so basically, uh, now speaking, exactly two weeks ago, I got contacted by Paul van Horn. Uh, he's uh, from Asia Brussels. And yeah. Uh, but he's also everywhere in the network, uh, or so it appears. And um, he said, uh, hey, Hemo, I'm having beer and I'm drunk and you should come to Bratislava because they will have their last event uh, and they're going to quit because they can't find a board and we should convince them not to do so. So, obviously, uh, with a one week notice, I said, of course, I will come to Bratislava, which is on the other side of Europe. <laughs> And I went <laughs> overland, actually, by train and bus. And um, I went there together with some others, met up with Gunnar and uh, some other people, including Veva. And we basically crashed their uh, small secret Santa party, um, which they did not expect anyone else than like a few of their own members uh, to attend. But then we were with over 30 people in their small office and it was a lot of fun and we got drunk and it was nice. And we managed to convince them to, uh, yeah, at least once more put some effort into uh, finding, uh, first of all, new members. And of course, after that, also new board members. And oh. uh, yeah, some people offered to help them out with, with, with well, recruitment and other things. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. It's, it's, the thing I find the most amazing is how they didn't find out about the uh, about the other event. <laughs> that is interesting as well. But on the other hand, uh, it was one of their members who suggested the idea to, to uh, I think, to Paul. Basically, yeah, like everyone, everyone got their own hostel and they just showed up. It's not that difficult. So... Yeah, no, I, it's just how, how didn't uh, Bratislava find out about this? <laughs> Yeah, there was a separate Facebook event and there was a WhatsApp group and, you know, they just weren't invited, obviously, because it was a surprise. <laughs> so that's how easy it could be. And everybody was told to shut up about it. <laughs> so that works. And it was really good to see so many people in there. And I will never forget the, the glowing look in the eyes of, uh, in the eyes of uh, their president, uh, Mishka. And uh, yeah, I really saw her light up and I... It, it almost felt like she got faith again or something. Maybe I'm over, oh. over dramatizing this, but uh, you know. <laughs> Plus it gave me, finally, it gave me the opportunity that, uh, to, to actually see some of Bratislava because it was actually the third time in my life I've been to Bratislava. 
And the fourth time in my life, I've been to Vienna, which is very close to Bratislava. Uh, yeah. But all the previous times, I was just literally there to take, like, uh, to change trains and stay there for half an hour, so not see anything of the of the city. So now I finally, uh, yeah, what we're able to. Yeah, nice. Well, is it a good city? Uh, Bratislava, yes. It's one of the most interesting cities I've ever seen. And it is the single proof that Europe hasn't lost its wild yet. Ah, okay. Uh, do you want to explain or, or are you going to leave it? <laughs> I'm going to leave it like that. <laughs> Let's just say they have good parties in Bratislava. I guess I'll have to find out for myself. Is there something else happening in the network? Uh, locals can start to apply for to host network meetings or uh, uh, RTCs uh, now. The applications are open and they close in January, I believe. But yeah, if your local wants to host a... Uh, a network meeting or a regional training course, then please apply through the link on the Network Commission Facebook page. All right. I'm all right. pretty sure there's a non-Facebook version as well. Yeah, probably it will be. Probably somewhere on the, the MIAJ. Applications close on the 5th of January for this. Yeah, of course, uh, we should make an, um, a network meeting in uh, Bielefeld. Yeah, has RJ Bielefeld been founded yet? Not yet, but I am going to work on this in January because I really want AJ Bielefeld to become a thing. This is where Ooh. we decide whether we're going to talk about this story now or leave this for uh, another episode of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe we should leave it. <laughs> yeah, it's more interesting because what the fuck, why Bielefeld? Well, you'll hear that about that in the next episode of our podcast where I should also mention and uh, from next time on this is going to be your task subscribe okay. to us on Spotify yeah subscribe is it subscribe no follow oh yeah follow, follow us, us on Spotify exactly follow us um, on Spotify not in real life please it gets real creepy real fast maybe follow Hammer only if you work for the Stasi <laughs> I guess by the time this goes out we will have a Facebook page which I, I, I guess I'll do <laughs> yes, that's what I hope for. Please like and subscribe on Spotify and on Facebook. Yeah, and on Tinder. Find us on Tinder. In Eindhoven or in Sheffield. Let's meet in the middle. Oh, wait. Probably it's wet in the middle, isn't it? Ah, okay. So find us in uh, Low Stuffed. Yeah, or don't go to Lower Stuff if you have any sense. Yeah, there's some interesting uh, stories about the trains around Lower Stuff. They, they they bought the wrong train. The company bought the wrong trains or something, and now no. they've all been cancelled. And that's one of the things you will not hear about in the next podcast. This was everything AJ. Follow us on Spotify and like us on Facebook by searching for everything AJ. <sighs> Can't we do a vote of confidence against this?